we're here. These idiots in the chat. We have Joel Pearl saying 1 a.m. Dude, Freddie, what's up, Freddie? SP3 says just why? Why? Why everybody? Because it's the greatest album of all time just got released less than an hour ago. The absolute greatest album of all time. Taylor Swift, Midnight's. People think I'm doing a bit. People think I'm joking when I say these things. Not true. <sighs> One listen through. So, so here's the thing with the Taylor Swift album. With any album, really, right? John Alba tweeted this, and I've said this before. I think a lot of people might agree with it. You listen to an album, and it's got to make you feel some type of way, and and that that's how you're going to remember it and how it how it resonates with you, right? Like I, I can listen to an album and I can appreciate some good music, and but if it doesn't hit me, if it doesn't get into my brain, if it, if it doesn't resonate or connect with me or make me feel some type of way, then I probably won't appreciate it as much. That's just that's how, that's how life is. That's how music, movies, anything kind of goes, right? I swear every single Taylor Swift album can, will just make you feel some type of way. If you have feelings, if you're a soulless, a soulless, soulless, soul-sucking, I don't know. If you don't have a soul, you don't have feelings, then maybe the music won't make you feel any type of way. But for me, a sensitive married man with stepchildren, I feel type of ways about things. Uh, Caleb says it's a, it's a sweet album. I'd put it in my top 10, but no songs I put in my top 10. It's sweet nonetheless. I disagree with that. Cher Delaware is here. Soulless Silly Goose. There you go, Pile Driver. It's just a blank screen. Do, do we have audio? Hi, Cher. Yeah, I'm in bed. Um, I mean, that's fair. Everybody I mean, else in this house is sleeping, but I'm like... Bed while I was listening to it, too. <laughs> that's the way to do it. Just lay in bed. You have your headphones on, or you, you listen? How, how do you listen to it? Well, I just listen to it out loud. Fair. I don't I saw you, you gave people in my house, though. <laughs> What's that? I don't have like 8 million people in my house, though. Yeah, I got everybody else is like trying to sleep. And of course, the wife thinks, like, sure, go up, be a, stay up until 2 a.m. Like, I got to get up in four hours to take the kids to school, but it's fine. It's a Taylor Swift release. Like, you got to stay up and listen to it. And I had to stay up and talk about it. Yes, for sure. You gave a track by track review. I don't, I don't fully like doing that. Um, I always try to go back, like, after a couple of listens and see if I still agree with it. Fair, fair. So on first listen, my my favorite song was Sweet Nothing. Not afraid I, to admit. I, I like not I afraid. A 10 out of 10. I'll, I will check your, your ratings here. Uh, not afraid to admit. Got a little teary on this. Uh <laughs> People, people, you gave it, you did give it a 10 out of 10. Yeah, people who know me know I am a sensitive soul who loves love. Love, love. Yeah. <laughs> th this is a song about love and just the sweetness of it, of how you don't need expectations for 
love and you you're just happy being with each other and i'm very much in that mood very relatable song right now i I think of my wife sleeping in the other room and just how happy i am with her so taylor swift her her lyrics the the way she composes a song even the the uh behind the song the, the composition of a song it just gets to me so i absolutely oh my god sean ross Sapp is here uh, jeremy share i am here on the scene gaining breaking news from the taylor swift release and i'm doing everything i can i look to provide our audience of nine with the <laughs> absolute most up-to-date information and here at this very home, there was a live listening party. I saw. Um, yes, and now our audience is going to see uh, noted Swifty fans, including one that I learned tonight has a Taylor Swift burner with over 10,000 Twitter followers oh on it. Oh, my God. Allie and Emily reacted, and here, here's the footage. What's happening? Jeremy, I guess you could say they had a meeting at midnight and things went pretty well. <laughs> Back to you. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. I thought we were going to get, get a, a cease twin run in here. We had Sean. Who gives a shit what he has to say about anything? I, we were I told get him, it's I told coming him in. That, I, that I was like, I was like telling him if I like the songs or not. And he was like, I don't know what these words are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so, so sweet nothing was my my favorite track on this. I don't think there are any skips on this album. I'm sure it'll continue to grow on me, but on first listen, it is just an absolutely fantastic, fantastic album. I do want to fight you about Maroon because I really enjoyed this song, and I think you gave this is like your lowest rated song, it which was, was still like a seven out of ten. But yeah, it was a seven out of ten. I think it was off of the first song i love that song i listened to the whole album through and then i went back and listened to it like four times in a row like <laughs> i just really like that song and so i think coming off of that i was just like ah. but then also it felt like it was just really about like love and that's not relatable for me right now so I fair yeah, we, we are in different places where I am in love, love, and so any song about love is going to make me feel a certain type of way. And I really like like the end of this song, like the outro, when she's saying, like, it, and it was maroon. Like, oh, my, my heart just fluttered on this. Like, oh, man. I This one didn't make me tear up like Sweet Nothing did, but my heart was a flutter on the end of this song. I really enjoyed this song. It's probably one that's going to continue to grow on me. But right now, I 
I already really, really enjoyed it. Anti-Hero was another one. Like, I, a lot of these songs, the ending of them, the way she, like, pulls at you with, with the ending of these tracks was was fantastic. And Anti-Hero like, was another one. I like and I've seen a lot of people quote, quote Anti-Hero. Uh, the, the lyrics, um, I get it right. I, I can't read, apparently. Oh, yeah, it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. Jeremy, I am oh. back on the scene talking to noted Swifties, and I have contacted one, Denise Salcedo. Denise, you are live on the air. I would like your thoughts on the album release tonight. Muted. I so full disclosure. Before this conversation, I did reach out to Denise Salcedo. I said, "Quote: Are you crying?" She replied with a no comment. So then I decided to call her on the phone. Jeremy, share back to you. Oh my God! I invited Denise to 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 join us. I'll send her the link now. Let's. I, Doubt she's gonna join, but we will, we will send Denise Salcedo the link here and see if uh, she pops in. I agree, though. I I really like this entire album. Antihero was was great. Freddie saying Antihero is supposed to be the video movie. Yeah, that's the. I think it's gonna be the lead single off of everything. That's what they're promoting as the lead single. So yeah. I, I very much look forward to. I think they're doing videos for all of this, which is which is great. So. One of my Don't. favorite things about a lot of the songs on here was the way that she styled them lyrically. Yeah. They were up to interpretation about what it was supposed to be about because she said that all the songs were about dreams that she's had throughout her life. So, you know, it can really be interpreted as different things to how it applies to different people. And I really like that on a lot of the songs on this one. Oh, the, the Taylor Swift lore is going to be great. It always is as people go down these rabbit holes of trying to interpret it of, oh, this lyric is about this, this is about this. Um, like, Vigilante shit is 100% about the albums that, that were stolen from the, that, that asshole. Uh, like, that's just what... Because even, she even talks about you know, hanging out with the ex-wife and everything. So that one is 100% about... At least in my mind. Yeah, that was that was a really good one too. Oh, uh-oh. Jeremy, share. I oh am God. back on the scene. I have contacted uh, John Alba, who oh, just God. tweeted me, the sophisticated man I am, having finished Midnight's. Uh, John, it's great to have you here. Thank you for your time. What were your initial thoughts of the album? I would have liked a little more diversity in dynamics, perhaps, but all in all, a more than satisfactory effort. Bye. Um, tell, tell John Alba he's completely wrong on that. There's there's a lot of controversy surrounding this take, and um, we don't ask hard questions, but thank you for your time. Uh, Jeremy Share, back to you. 
I like that Sean is just calling random people at one in the morning. I mean, we're all up listening to this. Like, we we all, none of us have great sleep hours. This anyway, is, being this in is the line prime of work Sean Ross sap hours. Yeah. Uh, Labyrinth, I thought was great. What what did you give Labyrinth share? Uh, I think I gave it like a 15 out of 20. Or out of 10. Out of 10, okay. I mean. There were two, there was uh, Lavender Haze and then Labyrinth, you, you gave very, very high scores. Yeah. Okay, let, me, let me invite Caden before he yells at me more. Um, you, you mentioned, you know, stuff being up for interpretation. Interpretation, again, the, the Swifties, the other Swifties will completely uh, have a field day with this. One thing that like made me very excited about this album was when she basically said, that I wrote this album like because I couldn't sleep. Like you said, dreams that were coming to me like at midnight, and that is when the best shit. Is when oh you, yeah. Like, can't sleep, and you just have like ideas and thoughts in your head, and you need to like get them done. Like that's when I come up with a lot of the bits that I do. Is I'm just laying in bed and I can't sleep, and I'm like, you know, it'd be funny if I just like did this. Yeah. And then you just you just go for it. And so the fact that this entire album is just constructed off of I couldn't sleep, it was midnight, I'm gonna write an album. I was just immediately excited for this album and it gets delivered. It hundred percent delivered. I agree. Kaden, I'm trying to send you a link if you're there and I, I can't send it, so you're you're about to Uh, you're on your own, kid. I want to talk about that because it cool. And I think I saw you. You quote tweeted this one, the, one of the lyrics on there, and how you're basically trying to impress people, and you think it'll cure everything, and you're doing everything in your power to try to impress people, and you realize that it doesn't really matter. In yeah. The end. And like that's the message essentially of this song. And it's just, yeah, you're you're on your own with a lot of this. Not totally true. We all got friends and whatnot, but I I really enjoyed this song and get the lyrics. I yeah, I really like that. I, it was another one just with a couple of the lines in it that could definitely be um, I don't know, like applied to different situations. I guess, like I said before, and I. I just really, I was kind of unsure about it at first, and then the farther it got into the song, I really liked it. Kaden is here. Luis, hello, Luis. Luis is trying to bug me to do, like, work tonight, and I'm like, Luis, what are we doing? I'm trying to listen to the Taylor Swift album. Kaden, am I going to have to boot you off of the show for being incorrect like I do every Monday? No, I'll be extremely correct about this album. Good. Because this was fantastic. Taylor first. Taylor does not miss. I think that we should expect that at this point. And I was expecting perfection. And I think that's what we got. And like, oh, Lavender Haze as the starting song. Oh my God. Was I love that song. Perfect. It, it's like such, it's such my vibe of a song. I loved it. And then Snow on the Beach, I think that and lavender haze are my two favorites just because i like the the like i guess i don't want to say weirdness but she did like some different choices in snow on the beach which i really like i really like that type of sound that she did there what's your favorite track kaden 
I'll go with Lavender Haze. Yeah, that's the right answer. Share, you immediately, you gave that like a 20 out of 10. Oh my I God. Think. That being the, that was because I'm, I have to be up in like five hours. But I was like, okay, I'm just going to listen to the first song. I'll listen to the rest tomorrow. Going in on that song, no, I had to listen to the entire album. It's a great song to, to start the album off with. And I, like when I saw, so you were ahead of me in listening to this, Cher. So I saw your kind of, your scores before I fully finished the track. And I saw that and I got very high for it. I'm not saying Lavender Haze is bad. None of these songs are bad. Not as high on it as you guys are. Not as high on it. The, like for Lavender Haze, I think it like the reason why I think I like it so much is mainly because of where it was placed. I think going into this album, like it, it does, this feels more like her other songs from uh, past albums than I think any of the other ones do. Like the other ones, they do kind of hear her voice in it and it's still her sound, but it's a different version of that sound, if that makes sense. Yeah. I, shut Caden fuck up, please. I am back here. On <laughs> I would just like to say I did reach out to Shaza McKenzie. I have not heard back. I did hit her with an all caps, are you up? That could be why. But uh, she has not tweeted in the past half hour. So I guess you could say tonight she isn't partying like it's 1989. <laughs> oh my she God. Shaza was tweeting about the album. That's why I tagged her because I saw her tweeting about the album. So very sad that that shot. I am is begging apparently... him to get a life. No, why? <laughs> this is this is why we we tolerate Sean Rossap. He's great sometimes. Those are tremendous glasses, by the way. The very lover glasses that he had going on. Fantastic. This is one of the better bits he's done. Uh, yeah, he um <laughs> is very nice me flowers today which i thought was very nice oh um if you did not read the card sean has a video of me uh do you remember those toys from like late 80s early 90s that you would like flip the arm and the head would change yes okay so i had one of the mask <laughs> nice and i used to keep it in my desk in fifth grade and like pull it out all the time and like do quotes from the movie and everything so on the card for my flowers he put it's party time b-a-r-t why because i gotta uh kaden oh i thought sean popped back on um Sure. what did you think of Bejeweled? Because I think you gave that. That was another 10 out of 10. I really liked it. I, I, I liked that it was different and it was more like dance around in the kitchen to that yes. one. So I, I, I liked it. Very much a, a dance song. And I very much look forward to uh, it's kind of in the, in the car, having fun with that. I think the kids will like that one. So I look forward mm -hmm. to... Uh, Dan, the little one you you saw the little one share she's gonna have a field day yeah i almost, I almost crushed her well yeah sparkle things and 
What, what she she's gonna love this song. So very much look forward to our little dance parties with that. Kaden, throw a track out there. Give us your thoughts. Well, before I got cut off, I was bringing up Lavender Haze and still just talking about the perfection of where it was placed. When you're doing an album, I think placement of tracks is so important. So I think starting it off with something that does sound like the last album she released was Taylor's version of Red. And that Lavender Haze sounds like a song that would be on Red. So I think that's a really good idea to kind of get fans getting into that little groove. And then you hit them with some different things like uh, Antihero and Snow on the Beach, which had more of the, the vibe of what the album eventually ended up being. Okay, let's let's talk about Karma, because Karma was a oh, yeah, highly talked about track coming into this. People thought that, and it could be true, that Karma was actually supposed to be the album before Reputation, uh, when everything happened there in, in Taylor's life. And then they thought Karma was going to be about Kanye West and potential shots at Kanye West. And you could interpret some of these lyrics about Kanye. Cher, what do you think of Karma? I liked it. Um... Hold on, share, share. Oh fuck! I'm gonna let you God finish. I'm gonna let you finish. Here we go. Right now, because Sean's off the stream, and you can finish. Cher. Thank oh, God. My God. Uh, no, I really liked it. Um, I don't like follow the like rumor lore stuff as much, so I did not know that. But I really liked oh. it. Oh, oh, the the wife this morning five minutes before the spotlight is about to start she's like oh i read this she went down a taylor swift rabbit hole last night and she's like i read this about taylor can you explain it to me and i'm just like i gotta do a show in five minutes <laughs> like th this is this is a five-hour conversation baby like we gotta table this so finally uh, later on in, in our evening we we circled back around to this and yeah we had about like an hour-long conversation about like just taylor swift lore and history when it came to the kanye west kim kardashian stuff and that was the condensed version that i gave to her i didn't want to throw everything at her uh but but yeah the taylor swift lore is absolutely insane absolutely well, pals, I have got to go to sleep. So that's smart. Enjoy your time. Good night. Good night, Cher Delaware. Thank you for joining us. All right, Caden, what did you think of Karma? So I have Karma as a ten out of ten. I'm just I have my like my thread up because I needed to remember everything I rated. So this was um I think I rated three things ten out of ten and one eleven out of ten. And this was one of them. I really liked the vibe of this song. Uh, I'm trying to exactly remember what it was because I'm very tired. But just from what I remember, and I'm, like, I'm looking at the lyrics, like, yeah, there's some digs at Kanye. Like, these have got to be digs at Kanye. And right now, anytime you take a dig at Kanye, I'm going to like it because I cannot fucking stand that guy. So I, I was having this discussion with a wife of she doesn't need to like punch at Kanye right now, especially not directly because he's out there and saying some stuff that is just not good. There's no point in putting yourself in a public feud with him right now by, by, by going that route, like let the music speak for itself. And, and it does. So I'm actually fine that there's no direct mention of like, 
oh hey let me take a shot at kanye she like mm-hmm. she's always done little digs i yeah. the the last album with the the clowns to the west line like the, we 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 know what the kanye digs are they're gonna be there but you yeah. don't need i mean she wrote the greatest day sean is on the phone with somebody God, uh, jeremy jeremy i am here with none other than Vinny Massaro of Lucha Underground. <laughs> I can confirm he did not listen to the album whatsoever. Vinny, how do you feel about the album, though? Oh, my God. I am so happy that she popped in during a football game and told me that her her uh, her album was ready. I mean, all the Swifties, is that what they call them, Swifties? Yes, like they're the Swifties. Correct. That is correct. Swifties must be popping, just you know, amazing. It, this is this is the greatest day ever for all the Swifties. I this, can't wait, uh, Vinny. I want to thank you so much. Uh, it was it was good to have a real star on this show. We've got Caden on this program. I know you don't know who that is. Nobody else does either. Vinny, <laughs> thank you so much for your time. Anytime, go Taylor Swift. Back to you. I don't think he knows who I am either, honestly. Allie, where where are you? Can I send you this link, Allie? We can, we can get someone someone competent here so we don't have to deal with Caden or Sean's. I've, I've been talking about how good the album is. Yeah, but I, I'm, st- I'm still not going to like you. Uh, we, we don't have to deal with Sean's run-ins. have actually been tremendous. Oh, you're in the car. Oh, I, I can send you the link. Hold on. Let me send, let me send Allie the link. Oh, Shaza. Okay, I think Shaza is kind of. Jeremy, I am back, and I have none other than Shaza McKenzie on the line. Shaza is actively listening to this album. Shaza, how are you? I'm very good. How are you? I'm doing good. Now, I saw on Twitter that you said this is by far Taylor Swift's worst output. Can you elaborate on that? a magical experience what I'm going through right now we're on our second listen through now we've, we've, we've done the first one where we've just like intake and everything and now we're on like round two where we really get to evaluate and decide what we we appreciate about these songs yeah, listen if anybody wants to unsubscribe from Shaza McKenzie's exclusive content site I do have access to her USA phone number now and I will sell it to you um, Shaza Shaza, thank you so much for your time. Oh, never a pleasure. Jeremy, um, my work how, here is how done. Dare, look, you're, you're spreading fake news, fake reports out here. Sean, what is, what is wrong with you? <laughs> what is going on with Ali? To, to the seasons? What is happening? Wait, wait, wait. I'm driving. Please don't get to an accident. Hi. Okay, wait, we're about to miss our exit. Uh, Jeremy, <laughs> some breaking news. I can confirm these two feral Swifties did just leave my actual home. Who are you? I could have interviewed them on the scene. Yeah, I thought I thought you were when I saw you post the video on Twitter. I thought they were going to join <laughs> us live on the scene. But then... I wish. I wish. We got kicked out. We do what? have Why? an actual Swiftie here. I'm... Melvin the cat has joined us. He I'm is he is very eager to eat my earbuds. Girls, can we talk about vigilante shit? Oh Where's... my god! Where are you guys on the album? Have you listened to the whole thing? 
Yeah, yeah. We've, we've all. Yeah. Uh, Sean oh, loved wait. it. Sean, Sean's been giving a glowing review. Sean, guys, I, I need, I need everyone's top three right now. Uh, mine are Sweet Nothing, Maroon, and Antiheroes. Oh my God, Maroon. Mine, mine are um, ten, ten to eleven. Periwinkle. Listen, it, it's been a great time. Um, I'm going to spend the duration of this attempting to track down Brad Shepard for comment. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, back to you. He's unleashed. He's not on the leash. You can't find him. All right, it wait. Pay attention to the road, sis. I got it. Okay. <laughs> wait, are we almost home? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Can we discuss Maroon, please? As we as we wrap up, as we wrap up, I did get a message. I don't know if this is on the record or off the record, but Steve Macklin says, "Fuck Taylor Swift." No, Uh, oh, I'm no longer a Steve Macklin fan. Who is that? Who is that? I bet Diana. I bet Diana loves Taylor Swift. Emily just said, "Who is that?" Who is that? It's a valid point. Nobody okay. watches Impact. Where's the lie? I don't like Impact. Nobody asked, but I'm going to give you my top three. Okay, I asked. Um, vigilante shit. Okay. Fair. Um, Midnight Rain. Oh, Midnight Rain, yes. Ooh, girl, it's a toe tapper. And then... <laughs> maroon, Maroon. Or Lavender Haze. Yeah, yeah okay, let, let's talk about Maroon, because... I think Maroon is going to, I don't know if it'll top Sweet Nothing for me, but like, I think it's going to become one of my, my favorite all time Taylor Swift songs. Oh like, my it gosh. That's, that's the same feeling I had. Like on first listen, I gave it an eight out of 10. So it's not like my, right now it's not my favorite, but it was one of those ones where I'm like, okay, over time, I think it's going to end up being my favorite on the album. Yes. And you yeah. know what? After you hear it for the first time, you're like, oh my god, that was amazing. But then the more you hear it, you're like, oh my gosh, yes. Like, I love this song. Mm-hmm. Like, the I more agree. that you hear it, the more that you hear it, you're like, like oh my gosh. Ooh, girl. I, I cannot get over Vigilante shit. That Vigilante. one sounds so different from the rest of the album, too. Yeah. It sounds it, like it should be on Reputation. Yes. That's what I was yeah. thinking, and, too. Yeah. And Karma, Karma is like not what I expected. Oh, be careful, Emily Watch Bro. But it is so—it's <laughs> like so cute, and she like made it like an unbothered anthem. Yeah. Taylor's out for blood, guys. Yeah, she is not messing around. Hey, it is—it's is great. We were talking about the, the Kanye beef and the, the, the other guy. I—I I legit can't remember his name. He's not important. No. Anymore. Bicycle. No. Bicycle. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Something like Who that. that. Who is that? Never heard of her. Uh, Sam says the ceases and Jeremy need a Taylor show on here. They're welcome any time yeah, we to talk about Taylor Swift. We we don't have any rules on this channel. Sean just like here, here's a channel. Say what you want on it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm gonna talk about Taylor Swift at 1 a.m. What, yeah, what are we, we doing? Literally talk about her nonstop every day. Like, yeah. if you need a 13 hour long program, <laughs> I mean, we can get Denise on board. Exactly. <laughs> I messaged Denise. Denise is. Just hanging out, I guess. I, I know she's listening. Um, she's, she's probably trying to process the album. Yeah, she's probably, probably trying to process I need more listens. So I've only had one listen. I just wanted yeah. to do a review show off of one listen. And then, as is typical with Taylor Swift albums, they will continue to grow on me, and I will continue to appreciate them oh, more yeah. and more. But on Where? first listen, 
I already think it's like perfect. Oh, it's so good. I think this has potential to be her best pop album. Like in full. 1989 is going to be hard to beat. I feel but... like so many people, that was just like the growth of so many casual fans, like starting to like really like what she was doing. Like every song on that album could have been a single and could have been hit. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay, can we talk about the tour that is coming up? Because we are. I'm scared. Yes. <laughs> like, it's not possible. I have $3. I have like, $3. Miss Taylor, you can I mean, take everything out of my wallet, but I have. <laughs> I'm excited for the tour because we're like four albums missing from a tour right now, and and folklore mm-hmm. and Evermore. As much as I love the, those albums, they're not like stadium tour banger albums. So like, right. this is your stadium tour banger, and then you can bring it down a little bit, playing some of those songs as part of the tour as yeah. well. So th- you know this is definitely a stadium tour album oh. and like when they, this this has the potential to be like the greatest tour of all time you know you know what i would love to see since folklore and evermore never got like their tour moment i would love to see like a mirror ball slash like bejeweled like mashup or something oh yeah on two miles take exit 34 i would be all i feel like she might like sprinkle them in like here and there or like maybe like make them different versions you know like she always does like we are never getting back together was the rock version you know yeah. Change it up to make it more like lively, like stadium kind of feel, like you said. You know, Ali, would you prefer a stadium tour or doing a more intimate, uh, like arena tour? Okay. Um, different takes on this, just because if it was a stadium tour, that makes it more options to get tickets. Yeah, it does. But I love like the arena tour so much. It just holds like such a special place in my heart. But I feel like she's like at icon status now where she's not going to ever go back to arenas. Like she has to do stadiums. Did that person just crossed the street? Yes, they did. Well, like, yeah, her no, last her last two tours were stadiums. But like, so I, I saw Harry, I've seen Harry Styles twice in about a year. And he did both of those in arenas. And I think if it was in a stadium, it would take a lot of like the specialness out of it. Because a lot, like for me, what's special about a concert is the intimacy. So I, I, I think I would maybe prefer to see uh, an arena tour just because it's something she hasn't done in a really long time, and just to just kind of like to get that experience at least once. But I understand why she would probably end up doing a stadium tour. It makes sense. I think the thing too, like she could do like how she used to on some of her other tours. She could do like maybe a mix of both. Like, I like that, yeah. Stadiums based on like, you know, where's like higher demand and you know certain places. Like uh, the venue we, the we, we were actually at a concert tonight, and like the venue we were just at, we saw her there, and on that same tour it was the 1989 tour and it's it's about a 20,000 seat you know a good decent college uh, arena and you know she still played stadiums like NFL stadiums on that tour so I don't know I, I would like to see maybe a maybe a mix again I think turn right I think that would be fun like so have more of that intimate feel you know at the yeah. same time yeah. sprinkle that in I would love the intimacy I just feel like she's too much way too big for for that yeah. at this point like there's too much honestly yeah. just too much money on the table oh, and yeah you gotta factor that in of yeah she's gonna sell out hundred thousand seat stadium oh yeah and, and get like, plenty of that instead of 20 seat or twenty thousand seat arenas yeah four yeah. guaranteed 
sales on this stream. <laughs> four, four guaranteed sales between us four. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Sam, Sam asked when's the tour is starting. She's not officially announced the tour. There is like 3 a.m. There's supposed to be something. Chaotic uh, surprise. Yes. Chaotic <laughs> surprise at 3 a.m. We're not streaming until 3 a.m. Will I be up at 3 a.m. to for this? Most likely. So and I'm just gonna stay up all night. I gotta take the kids to school. It's fine. They'll they'll get there somehow. They can walk. They don't live that. <laughs> right. Not now, honey. We're being I, have like, I have an interview at 9 a.m. It's only like 20 degrees <laughs> out. They'll, they'll be fine. It's Taylor though. Come on. Yeah. Right I'm seeing Green Day tomorrow night. I'm already happy. Oh. See, that's nice and all, but like Taylor. Yeah. 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 Because <laughs> somewhat Taylor adjacent. I'm seeing Ed Sheeran on Saturday. Oh, okay. Nice, nice. I've seen Sheeran twice. I saw him as with with Taylor. That was the the yeah. uh, Red Tour. Yeah. He opened for her. He's he's, he's performing. Uh, uh, I'm at. I'm going to F1 this weekend, so he's doing the Saturday concert. So I should be in like the little pit that they have. Hopefully. There you go. Ooh, I'm just not emotionally prepared for how many people are going to be trying to get tickets. Yeah. Oh, like it's going to be, it's going to be a madhouse. I'm going to uh, acquire the services of Cher Delaware because she just has great luck with tickets. I feel like. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm yeah. going to have a like to do it. Or yeah, Will Washington. Yeah, Will has great luck with with tickets. It seems as well. So I'm going to have to get somebody else to like do it for me. Tell Sean I need that day off, like, like the, the ticket day, the day the tickets go on sale. I need that day <laughs> off. Just to recover See, obviously, after getting tickets. What's that? Just a, a day to recover after getting tickets. Yeah, exactly. Like I'll need the day off, like when I go to the show as well. But I, I need the day off, like just to get tickets. Like I can't. Ceases, be... ceases. Whichever show y'all go to, I will fly to that venue to go with y'all. Girl, oh girl, listen. We've already talked about. We want. Sorry, I don't know why I keep itching my eye. That's very unpleasant to look at. Um, I we already talked about how we want to fly to like wherever the first opening show is. We're gonna oh. be so feral. I have I have no idea how we're gonna get there, how we're gonna afford it, where we're gonna stay. But we're going. I'll go. <laughs> I'm I'm in. I'm so in. Yeah, we need a um a big group to go to one. A big Swiftful group okay. to go. Swiftful. Swiftful.com. I mean, I I hope. I hope, and you know, some wrestlers have reacted on this show. I need wrestlers just tweeting about this album so I can just write an article tomorrow about wrestlers react to the Taylor Swift album. Right. Like that, that's what I need. These, these wrestlers need to learn. Just tweet about stuff that interests me and I'll cover it. I, Sean doesn't care. He lets me do what I want on this website. So this is how you get yourself over. Just appeal yeah. to the demographic of me and then you... <laughs> In turn, get get a bigger audience. Yeah, say nice things about Taylor, and we'll put you over. Yeah, we'll put you yeah. over. I'll buy your merch. Yeah. Exactly. I'll buy a shirt if you say nice things about Taylor. Yeah. I'll give you a good ma uh, cage match rating. Yeah, I'll give yeah, I'll give you a follow on the old Twitter. Uh, something. It'll be worth it. Shout out to Shaza McKenzie, who is a, a Swifty and has been tweeting, and then Sean tried to you know spread lies about oh, shaza that old, that's what he does doesn't have any real sources no. mean old man <laughs> so yeah we, so he kicked we, you out uh, of his house uh, huh yeah he kicked us out he, he kicked, kicked us you out. out of his house we had a match in the middle of his living room me and john 
not surprising. Did you kick him in I, the head? No, you know, I was really um, nervous about his neck. So fair. He's uh, an old man. He's fragile. Just kick him in the kneecaps. God love him. Yeah, I was going for his kneecaps, but he got me down. He got me down, and I was out. I think I tried. Couldn't take down the dong lord. Well, there's all right. One. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put everyone on the spot right okay. now. Ten Taylor Swift albums. Where does this one rank for you okay. on first listen? That's so on first or listen, second listen, or, or second listen. However many times you've listened to it, right now. Pull up all the albums. You know, where Where does this one rank for you? Okay, my favorite album of all time will always be "Speak Now." There's no debate for that, so that's never going to change. Um, honestly, on first listen, this might be like three number three oh my gosh okay i'm not mad at that like on first listen nothing's topping red for me like i like that's just one like, like you would speak now like it's gonna be very very difficult yeah yep. and maybe as it as this one grows and stuff it'll happen but mm -hmm. that red is just uh, like that that is just defining for me mm -hmm. uh, i really, really I like the last two have been so so great. Uh, Folklore and Evermore. Mm -hmm. Man. Evermore came out on our birthday. Evermore came out on our birthday. Oh, nice! <laughs> I was so excited when when she basically just dropped those almost back to back. I was like, oh, she's she's cooking right now. She's she's at her home in the pandemic. She doesn't care. Like she's just got nothing to do but just write banger songs like and just speak to everyone like yep. and. Oh yeah, those both those albums were so great. I'm not mad at three. Red Red can't be top for me. And then I almost like combined folklore and evermore, which mm -hmm. I know isn't fair. It's probably three or four for me. Okay. First listen. Yeah. You know who I feel does not get enough respect? Lover. Lover. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That Lover is the reason why I'm gonna probably I'm gonna put this at six. Okay. Because I, yeah, I think Lover's probably my favorite album because, like, I have a very good, like, my emotional connection with that is unmatched. So, and then I also, the vibe of Evermore and Folklore is just, like, mm -hmm. totally my shit. Yeah. Uh, and, like, especially when I listen to it, like, the, the type of, like, whenever that came out, the type of music I was into, that was, like, perfect. So this I really like. But I think just because my music tastes have kind of changed over the last six months, it's not like super like my 100% taste. I still love it, but it's not like catering directly to me as like the other ones did at the time. Yeah, I feel like with this album with Midnight's, I feel like, I mean, I love all of Taylor's albums, but I feel like this album, like I just didn't want it to end. Like, yeah. I kept telling Emily as we were driving, like, we have three songs left or, you know, whatever. And she's like, what? Like, I was just enjoying, like, I just love every single song. Like, zero skips, and, as the girls say. Zero know, skips. So. Even if I were to place this album, like, lower, it's just so hard because every Taylor album to me, like, we've grown up with Taylor. We've liked her since 2006. So it's, like, mm -hmm. hard to say that, you know, something brand new would be over, like, Red or Speak Now you know what I mean? But at the same time, like, it's just so good. I don't know where to put it. Yeah. It's, it, it's only like 44 minutes too. Like, I, it, I think it's her shortest it goes, album. Yeah, yeah. It goes by so fast. And so you're definitely yeah. right about like, I, I, 
I don't want it to end because it felt just way, way too short. And it's great. And, and you know, sometimes albums can be just over bloated and there's too many yeah. tracks on there. And she she certainly didn't hit that. This is certainly one of like, OK, can we get can we get like one or two more? I know the, yeah. the deluxe one has at least one more. And then there's yeah. uh, different versions of, of a couple of the songs. Uh, but yeah, it's like, can, can this last just a little bit longer? please yeah yeah I, I will say i feel like there's no skips though yeah oh definitely not definitely not which definitely makes not. it that much better like so what you're saying is you don't need to overload it with so many other songs that maybe might not hit right as good as those songs so mm-hmm. uh mark and out says fearless at number one Ooh. fearless is good i don't like i don't love those be- like the first two albums are not for me i mean it's understandable because i feel like a lot of people weren't like maybe not like around but like weren't really as crazy about her country stuff but like we grew up on like country yeah. and that's obviously yeah i hate i genuinely have a strong hatred for country yeah so oh it, see like should have said no before shake it off came along should have said no is like the absolute car karaoke song for yeah. me and if I, if I go and do karaoke like that's the song that i'm rocking out to it should have said no now it's shake it off 100 percent all day mm-hmm uh yeah those early albums like that's what made me just fall in love mm-hmm. with her of just the the way she would put together the songs and how relatable a lot of stuff was because i was you know taylor and i were around the same age she was born in 89 i was born in 88 so it is very much just growing up and growing through that process of everything's like oh yeah she went through all this high school heartbreak and, and everything and like through the college years i know she didn't like do much when it came to college but just the the college stuff that you would go through at that time of just growing up and, and being on your own and stuff like that's the stuff she would like sing about and it was all just very relatable so if you go through all that and you were there from the very beginning with those albums i think you might relate to them a little yeah. bit more yeah absolutely absolutely uh louis says i adore folklore and evermore but this is a good follow-up that's fair i love folklore and evermore they were I so love, different i love those two albums. so different from what oh i was expecting you always wonder, like, what is the next era going to look like, sound like, feel like? And every time she reinvents, like, every time it's something. Yeah. And that's what I think makes someone so talented is that you can do that so many times and create so many different other sounds. But at the same time, you still sound like your authentic self and your other music. Mm-hmm. It is insane to listen to, like, Reputation and then listen to either Folklore or Evermore, whichever yeah. one you'll listen to. It definitely sounds like just two different people would be behind these two albums because they are just not in the same Mm -hmm. category as far as genre well even if you went like right to lover which was right after reputation that's just like it's such a stark contrast that's why we always say like i can't believe that was the album right after reputation like it's hard to even think about like that that was right you know but the most shocking to me was the transition from was it 1989 to to reputation Mm -hmm. holy shit yeah Holy fuck. Like everyone like I remember when Reputation dropped. Sorry for my potty mouth. Oh, uh, you're fine. When Reputation dropped, li- everyone hated it. But then yeah. like new Swifties today are like, oh my God, that's her best album. And it's so crazy yeah. to see just like how everyone like did a complete 180 on that album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely has over time. It's it's gotten better in terms of the like the fans' view. I don't know if I've even listened to it because I listened to like a few songs and I was like, eh, this is not for me. Really? There, see, there are so many just like 
bangers on that album. Like I like ready for it is like as an opening track is so good and it does get you like sort of just ready for like, Hey, this is like what this album's going to be. You're going to get kind of like in your face, uh, almost like rap type stuff. And that's a, a good chunk of the album, but like that don't blame me is one of just my, my favorite songs to belt out. Oh. And and New Year's Day is one of those that that just like completely tugs at, at my my heartstrings uh, whenever that comes on. So mm-hmm. uh, Reputation, I liked it at the time, and it certainly has like just grown on me even more. And I still think like this sounds like I love Reputation, and and I do, but like of her albums, I actually do think like it's sort of one of the one of the weakest. That's not a knock on, that's not a knock on the album because it's still one of my like favorite albums overall. But like. When exactly. it comes to just her discography, there's yeah. so much good shit. I feel I feel the exact same way. Like I love Reputation. That that was the first album um that she put out after we met her. So it was kind of like a special like time for us. And and I agree with you, like top to bottom, absolute bangers. I did something bad. Holy shit. Oh. She's taking back the narrative through satire, through her writing. That's something I love about her. Um always taking back the narrative at the same time like uh you know being able to like blank space stuff like that wow. able to make like see like people's opinions of her and like through satire and she stuff just, uh that was the first just, time she just stopped giving a blank a hoot yeah like, so i think that's what everybody was like so shocked about like when the look what you made me do video dropped and all the old tailors she's killing them <laughs> i'm like me oh, next, me next, me next. Like, I just, I couldn't believe that, like, that was what followed 1989. Mm-hmm. One of her most successful, like, eras. It's got to be her most successful yeah. album. Oh, yeah. easily, easily. Yeah, yeah Sam, Sam says, which album do you feel was the first fully pop album for me? 1989 was 1989. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I think there, Red like, Red was the beginning of a tra- the transition, it, yeah. and there were, then 1989 was full pop. Yeah. There were definitely hints of it in Red, but there were still like some country songs like uh like Red and like State of Grace and everything. But like We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together was like a huge like pop banger. Um, Starlight, I knew you were trouble. Yeah, yeah. Like she definitely had some like then pop bangers. Was 20, like, 22 was in that was on it red. was on red, yeah. 22 was on red, yeah. See, that's why I like I I really love Red and what first off, like, All Too Well. All Too Well is my favorite song ever. And then the yeah. fucking 10 minute version is like untouchable to mm-hmm. me. Um, but that that's one reason why I love Red so much is like All Too Well is just my favorite song by yeah. her. And I love Everything Has Changed as well. But that song, because it does blend like the, the pop and country stuff is, is probably yeah. why. And just the time it came out where I was at in my life as well. It, it'll always just resonate with me in mm-hmm. some way but yeah all too well is just just perfection in my mind yeah. absolute perfection i think that sad beautiful tragic will always hurt my feelings so bad and that's what i love about her music is like i want like the sad girl hour songs and that <laughs> always hurts my feelings so i really love that song emily please tell me you're parked right now we are we are we're home we're home okay okay good <laughs> good well you all right you guys you guys get inside enjoy the 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 album from from your home we're gonna wrap up here i'm gonna be up for another hour to see what this chaotic surprise is going to be if you guys are are still up on social media we will we will talk on twitter about all of this but thank you guys for for joining us sorry i had to put up a little chaotic oh who cares it's a taylor swift release stream like we do whatever the hell we want here 
Taylor would want it. Taylor would want it to be full of ruckus, full of um, yes, full of exactly um, whatever. So yeah, I'm driving down the highway. Yeah, we're driving down the highway. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Fightful doesn't condone um, distracted driving. Um, please be safe. So thanks for having us. Of course. Um, this was a hoot. Everyone stream midnight. Everyone stream midnight. We should do Taylor streams like every day. Um, We can. (laughs) So yeah, thanks for having us, besties. Enjoy the album. Bye. Bye, bye. We, we we legitimately might have to do like Taylor stream every month on here. Oh for yeah. The Deceased um, Twins and <laughs> Denise Salcedo we're and we're not invited. We're down. We'll fa- we'll figure it out. Okay. Thank you, girls. Bye. bye. All right, Caden. Say some final words here. We can get out of here. Final words. The this album was very good. It came at a time that I very much needed it because the last two weeks have been real bad. So I kind of needed something like this. So it was a great timing. Very happy to have it. I will have it on repeat the next three days. Mark announces 3 a.m. chaos. People are theorizing could be double album, like 13 more tracks for Taylor Swift TV release. There's a lot of theories out there. And look, I ain't going to bed and then waking up. I mean, I got to get up at six, but. I ain't going to bed and then waking up at six to see what it is. I'm staying awake. I'm going to, I'm going to learn about this when everybody else, and it better not disappoint. This better not be a thing where I stay up until 3 AM and then she releases a t-shirt or something. <laughs> not be happy about that. Be really funny. I got, I got faith in Taylor Swift. I have, I have faith that it's going to be something big, even if it's a tour announcement, like I'm fine. I'm fine with that. Like that, that's that's cool by me. But look, if she fucking releases another album, if she releases 13 more tracks, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go insane. We're we're gonna do a 4 a.m. stream, everybody. There will be another stream at 4 a.m. reviewing the the other album. Okay, telling everybody that right now. And Sean will probably still be up. Probably he doesn't really sleep. He sleeps during the day. That's what people don't realize. He's just he's sleeping during the day. <laughs> it, it's been on social media, Freddie. Like it, it's been on it's been on all the the Swifty forms that that there's three a.m. chaos with everything. Look. So, yeah, uh, look, look it up. Three, just, type, just like Google three a.m. chaos Taylor Swift. Three a.m. Taylor Swift. Um, good. bunch of bunch of theories and stuff. NBC, like the official NBC and a uh, Twitter account tweeted about it so yeah like there's people are going people are going crazy yeah following midnight's release swift will then share a special very chaotic surprise at 3 a.m eastern it's like it's a calendar so it says 12 a.m est midnight album release 3 a.m special very chaotic surprise 8 a.m anti-hero music video plus taylor swift anti-hero challenge on youtube shorts 8 p.m lyric videos there you go there you go. So we'll be up for another hour to see what this chaotic surprise I is. I'm going to sleep. You're a coward, Caden. I have I'll an be inter- I'm interviewing. That's great, Caden. You're a coward. What are you? What are you interviewing for? For you. Wait, why? I'm doing an interview. I, oh. that I told you about. Oh, that interview. I thought you were interviewing for like a job. No, 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 no. I'm I'm conducting an interview. Oh, okay. All right. It's yeah, I know about that interview. Well, good luck. You'll do great. Yeah, I know I will. Okay. Well, good luck on that. Thanks for joining us, Caden. Thanks, everybody else, for joining us, hanging out at midnight, past midnight, to talk about Taylor Swift. 
you might see us again here in two hours. At least me <laughs> might see me again in two hours if she releases another fucking album. All right. I'm streaming again. I'm absolutely streaming again if there is another album that drops at 3 a.m. Guys, keep it locked to Fife Overbooked. Uh, we, we usually talk about wrestling. Today, technically, this is labeled as FMC, even though SP3 is not here. He was in the chat earlier. Uh, you know, first, first Midnight's chat. Look at that. Look at that. First Midnight's chat here. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Bye, everybody. Go straight in the new Taylor Swift album. It's great. Bye, everyone.